All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. This is Glenn Rockney. We're live streaming right now. Uh, simultaneously, this is going to be some talent that on display tonight, watching Thursday Night Football and live streaming about the Sunday game. Uh, it's going to be incredible. Hopefully, we can uh, we can get this going, and uh, hopefully, I don't get too hopefully. distracted. Um, so, so Matt Fallon's with me. He's a little bummed about his San Francisco Giants. That's okay. They still won 100 games. That sounds like rich people problems to me as an A's fan. But uh, I think uh, I think the Raiders are going to take care of business this weekend. How are you feeling, man? Cautiously optimistic. Uh, I think, I mean, I can't tell you. two. I mean, two years in a row, I'm like, okay, maybe we'll turn the table here. And I think, like, if they lose Miami, that's just a, like, oh, that is worse than losing to Atlanta last year. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. I think Atlanta stunk last year, but Miami – just be, got beat 35-0. They got their backup quarterback in there. Their O-line is in shambles. Mm -hmm. So, and considering the, the like, quality of the two wins they just had. Right. And, like, they beat the Saints last year. And that, that was, like, a, a great win, you know. Mm -hmm. Then they've kind of fizzled out. Then they went on a four-game winning streak. And then they fizzled out again. But um, I think, like, beating Carolina, barely beating Carolina in week one last year, yeah. they, were, they, were bad. they were bad. And then, okay, we upset the Saints because it's the, you know, first time in that new stadium. And it's, you know, uh, we're playing our hearts out because it's Monday Night Football. Right. And so I kind of felt the same way about the Ravens game. I was like, okay, you know what? It's Monday Night Football, first time with fans in the Death Star. Um, they're playing out of their minds. So going, following that up and going and upsetting Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh and dominating every facet of the game. It, I, th I think Miami that that would be a total just complete meltdown if they lost that game yeah but in my head I want to say yeah they're gonna win however as a Raider fan I just can't I, I like have that weird feeling in the back of my head that I do think they're gonna come out a little flat you mm -hmm. know but you know the Raiders I think they've come out flat in 90 percent of John Gruden's games so hmm. yeah I'm with you I'm, I'm with you on that and one thing I am a bit nervous about is how I'm, I'm not saying Derek Carr seriously hurt, but I do think his injury was definitely one of those ones that felt way worse the next day than during the game. You know what I mean? You know, oh, everyone time. sprained an big ankle, time. everyone sprained an ankle where you're like, all right, it's good. I like, I'm good for a while. And then like, as soon as you sit down and try and then stand back up, you're like, I'm fucked. So I wonder about that coupled with the offensive line. Cause what carr has been doing so well this year is scrambling uh, um, and creating a little extra time for himself because he doesn't really have it, to be honest. And right. Is he gonna is he gonna be able to create that extra one and a half seconds so Henry Ruggs can get open deep? So like, yeah, or, or even the yeah. plant. Because I what what ankle was it? Is it is it the is it the it was back? his back? It was his plant back leg, That's, right? And then you need that to drive. Him. You need that to Which, drive. And then also, it's kind of wild to me that like I mean, it's off topic, but that they didn't throw a rough in the passer penalty on that play because he rolled into yeah. it like four seconds after he threw it mm. but i mean we scored we scored a touchdown anyway that was the foster moreau touchdown if i remember correctly yeah oh it was a beautiful throw it was, yeah. I mean, it was like it was a it was a beautiful throw so i'm worried about that another thing i'm worried about now now i'm saying this as somebody i think they're going to handle business in this game I, I, they just seem like they have a little bit better of a locker room setup than they have the last couple of years just for whatever reason but i don't I'm a little. I don't see the. I don't see the like the locker. I hate to use the term cancer, but I don't see the locker room cancers yeah. like the Brett Browns and um, you know um, who's the 
see LaMarcus joiners, like the guys that are underperforming, but they're also bringing down everybody around them. Arden key, you know, how many, all those guys that like people were complaining about bitching about the Raiders organization after, Oh, see, everybody hates the, uh, doesn't like playing for Gruden, blah, 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 blah. You notice how like people that play well generally like John Gruden. Yeah. And then the people that like, okay, the, all three of those guys underachieved as Raiders, but instead of like saying, Hey, I, it was my fault. I should, I can do better. They blame the organization and the locker room and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I guarantee they were bringing like everybody around them down. Yeah. And then so it, now all of a sudden the team looks like they're, everybody gets along. Like it doesn't seem like they have anybody that is like, you know, that cancer of the team, you know, yeah. the only person that I would say could end up being that is Farrell, but he seems like he's a lot better of a dude than that, you know? Yeah. And, and even then it's like, you know, you, they gave guy like, it seems like everybody wanted Max Crosby as a captain and he said he'd never been one. So you see guys like that stepping into the role. Anyways, that's not, that's not the issue. I do. They they have to, they got to win this game. It's Jacoby Brissett behind like a paper mache offensive line. You got to win this game. Now I mean, I've seen people tweeting about like, they like think Brissett is like better than Tua and like Tua stinks, but Brissett's not good. So no, this idea, exactly. if Brissette comes out and tears your defense up, then you have major issues. But, like, people are saying, like, oh, like, I, Dolphins scare me more with Jacoby Brissett. Like, no. No, no it not does, it just doesn't. You it know why doesn't. they're saying that? They're saying that because Tua got yanked for Fitz last year against the Raiders and Fitz uh, miracle. Yeah, Brissette's not Fitz. Exactly. So then you get – so the other thing I, I will say is Miami's strength is their secondary, and the Raiders haven't quite – I mean, I guess you could say the Ravens, but the Ravens are pretty banged up. Like Peters was hurt and guys like that. So the Ra- the, the Dolphins' strength is their secondary on defense. So we'll be interested to see if like Rugs and Edwards can win against Xavier Howard. Oh, they got Jones and uh, Howard. Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, and then who's the safety? The safety's good too. I it's, can't remember. Um, um, what's his name? I don't know. I don't know why I can't remember his name, but he's good. I, can't, I know. Yeah. Good I mean, I, yeah, I, like, I was just look, I was just looking it up like mm-hmm. right before we got on here. So, so they have yeah. three. They have three legitimate like NFL caliber players in that secondary that are like pro bowl level. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we talked about it a little on Sunday, I think I'm not quite sure. Exactly. But, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, I think, um, you know, the run game has been so awful and that's like the surprising part to me. We talked about this in the preseason where the Raiders can't be one dimensional this year right. to succeed. And they have even more than last year. Like they're way more one dimensional than they were last year. And it was a problem last year. So, I mean, to me, I'm like, okay, the Raiders need to rush for 75 yards on Sunday and they will dominate the game. Like Jacobs, if he plays, which I don't think he's gonna, he shouldn't, but he shouldn't, but I I mean, hand the ball to Peyton Barber, hand the ball to freaking Drake and get six, seven yard chunks, hopefully. But I don't think they will, but I'm saying, we talked about it too, where the short pass game is yeah, their run throw game. Throw it to Drake. Throw it to Drake. Yeah. Throw, but Drake I'm saying that's fine. When, yeah. when I'm saying pass, when I'm saying run the ball, mm-hmm. I'm talking about that too. Positive first like, down plays. That's what you need. Yeah, and that's what they need. And I think, you know, in keeping the ball out of like Lamar Jackson's hands, right? That you want to do that when you play the Ravens and like the uh, Pittsburgh. You, you don't really want to give the ball to that offense, even though Big Ben kind of stinks now. They have a lot of weapons. That I don't know that they're like, and like, I hate this sounds like a jinx, but there's nobody like on Miami that I'm like, this guy is going to tear us the fuck up. And I'm like, like Jalen Waddle. I, I Jalen Waddle's kind of scary. Like, I, Will I, Fuller's I, coming back, and he, yeah, that's scares me that he might burn good. Casey Hayward a couple times. Devontae Parker's solid. It's not bad. Yeah, they, I mean, they have weapons, but like, 
who's feeding them the weapons? Like who's feeding the weapons? Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, I guess like, I think we created three turn. Is it three turnovers on the year so far? Two. And yeah. The- and then I consider the fourth one and a turnover on downs. So I would say three plus a turnover on downs. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh yeah. The fourth and one against Pittsburgh. Yep. Yeah. So we've, we've had four turnovers on the defense that have given the, the offense the ball in positive territory. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think like for me, that's like what we talked about in the preseason where our defense doesn't need to be top 10 and they're not, but they're, no. they're playing at a top 18 to 20 level. They're creating turnovers and, they're hit. I mean, uh, on Sunday, I was so proud of those guys, man. They were just every time somebody caught the ball, they were getting hit by three, four guys. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're gonna give up plays, and like, there's still young players that are making mistakes. Like you see Trayvon Morig like out of place sometimes, yeah. and you see like you know Abram still with a bad angle. But what the difference is is when Abram takes his bad angle, there's three guys there to wrap up after. And instead of being a 45-yard play, it's a, it's like a 12-yard play, and you can live with that. Mm-hmm. And that gives you more chances to create turnovers. And, like, that's what people don't realize. They're like, well, if I, you know, if you give up a touchdown, a touchdown, it doesn't matter if it's 60 yards or no. eight plays, 60 yards. If The more the more that, that you have Jacoby Brissett on the field this weekend, the yeah. more you have a chance of making a turnover that's going to change the game. I mean, you figure the last time they played Jacoby Brissett, Eric Harris got a pick six on him to ice the game. Like, I remember that. I remember that. Indy. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you so you have – like another you, what you said about first down, Kenyon Drake. Like I'm not a like I'm not saying I can't say this now. It's two weeks in the season. I wasn't impressed with the way he ran. Um, I know the uh, Andre James. Everybody's seen the clips now of Andre James just whiffing on everybody and like kind of just going through the motions in the run game. Everybody's seen that. But I, I Kenyon Drake. Like I feel like he he kind of doesn't really have a lot of burst when he gets out of the um and the whole like it was weird He's slower than I thought. Yeah. Like, 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 well, it's not, cause I think once you get, if he gets in the open field, I think the speed comes in, but he just doesn't have that. Like, like Jacobs is slow as for a running back, but he has a, but burst. Jacobs has that quick, like yeah, a cut, like plant and the go first cut first plant cut. and go. Yeah. Make a move. And yeah. I think, you know what? It, it's a development thing. I think it's Kenyon Drake. He like, and that's what they said. His problem was in Miami was he can't mm-hmm. like, he can't read the play. Like, mm-hmm. should I take this hole or should I go? You know, he, there was a, somebody, I think it was actually BD Williams. Mm-hmm posted a, a, a video and it was like if he cut if he did cut right gone touchdown yeah, yeah. But, he, so, but, he, but he goes left and loses four yards right but i think he i think he's a special weapon in the past game like special good like i think i think i'm calling right now 30 plus yard touchdown for Kenyon drake just calling that's it. why oh. i think that like jalen richard is redundant when yeah Kenyon drake is your third down back he, i mean pass he catches everything yeah pass protect he's not as good like richard's like a crazy good pass blocker and gruden gets a boner for that type of stuff yeah. but it's such a like redundant player on the roster and i don't you know i think he's probably going to be out longer than you know i think he, he's eligible to come back next week but yeah. i don't yeah. know man i'm I, i'm all for, i mean i'm all for bringing him back and getting rid of peyton barber True. Do, do Payne Barber's got no burst. No. Do you think that John Gruden waits for Cindy to go to bed at night and then he busts out his like laptop and it's the Jalen Richard seven minute c- compilation of pass blocks? It's like that. It's like he Jimmy just, Morrissey yeah. highlights from yeah. college. Then he throws on some old school Barrett Robbins. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me get the old. Well, school. okay. Speaking of uh, Jimmy Morrissey, okay, and uh, we'll get there, I'm sure. But Andre James has looked pretty dreadful 
Bad. And Leatherwood, you know, I'm going to give Leatherwood a pass because he's yeah. a high first round pick and he's playing right tackle in the NFL against TJ Watt. And mm-hmm. Like you, you know, I'm going to give him like the benefit of the doubt because this he's is actually, how I expected Alex Leatherwood. He's made some, he's made some boom, he's made some boom plays too, where you're yeah. like, oh, that was a good block. Yeah. So like, but like they have a struggling Leatherwood, they have a struggling Andre James. Yeah, they have no guards that whatsoever. Like if one of those guys goes down, you got Nick Martin coming in. And they have Colton Miller, who's the anchor, which we were talking about how, like, Pittsburgh doesn't have that guy. Yeah. And, you know, Colton Miller at least is, like, your anchor of the line, right? So you run behind him. He's been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm saying, like, at least the Raiders have him. But, like, and I was – you know, like, they couldn't have sustained what they were doing where they had all that money tied up in the offensive line and they didn't have money tied up on the defense and all that. They couldn't do that anymore. But the Rodney Hudson move is still puzzling. And if he wanted it out, he wanted out, whatever. But there's plenty of guys that wanted out that are still playing in the NFL for the team that they're they wanted out on. Yeah. And usually teams figure it out, but it's like you know it's it's scary. That's the scariest part for me when you're when you're thinking, okay, is this team good now? Because as Raider fans, we're always going to think maybe, maybe not. And like you know, trust me, any tweet I have that's negative, I hope, and you can mark this down. Any fan out there, you can come back and victory lap around me when the Raiders win. I don't care. Yeah. I want them to win. I'll, I'll run with you. Yeah. I'll run with you. Like with Carr, right? If Carr keeps this up, I'm glad to say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. He, you know, he's he's got it. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad to do that. Abram, if he turns around, I said he stunk. I hope I hope he doesn't. Arnett, I said he stunk. It kind of seems like he does, but you know, it's it is what it is. I want every player on that team to succeed. But I don't see Andre James being a good football player, and that's just me. So no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't get like again. I was saying this on, on maybe I don't know if you were on with me, but like there was another time where I was like, what did they see in Andre James last year? Was he taking Malik Collins and just Hulk tossing him out of the stadium? Like where they're like, we this guy's incredible, dude. Like what? Do, like we have to keep this guy. Like Rodney can't do this. Like I, I just don't. I, I don't. I fail to see what happened. And like a lot of fans are like, oh no, man. Like we, we're not there at the practices. And I'm like, yeah, but I want. I don't pay guys till I see it in the game, man. It, it's not so much that they decided to give him. Well, okay, let's put it this way: if they decided to give him the job just as a UDFA on a UDFA contract, prove it to me. Then your contract's coming. I, I could maybe see that. I could maybe see that. But to pay him with well, no that, other team was going to come and be like. I'm no, you, yeah, you have no let. There's no, there was no bidding war. No, everyone, he was on the fucking practice squad. Nobody claimed him. It was not like, yeah. It's just, not free agency. Yeah. It's not like, I get it. If you had team control for two more years, that's what I'm saying. I, I it never made sense. And I don't want to be too negative. We're two and all right now. It's it, it, we're nitpicking here. We're nitpicking. A lot of teams have these type of problems, but it does le- lead you to believe how good the Raiders could be. Had a few things gone in a couple ways. Had they used the, the clue and throw and our net draft picks. And like, yeah, it's easy to say, let's give them two pro bowlers like Jalen Johnson and uh, Brian Burns, who are playing at that level right now. Let's say that yeah. that's the case. But what if we just gave them, uh, OK, even like Ed Oliver, who's not that good, but that's he's better than Clue and Furl. Like you have that guy or he's a rotational guy. Yeah. And then like you don't have to go pay. You don't have to go pay all those defensive tackles in the offseason. Yeah, just something like like and then who would be the DB, right? Like the DB. I don't want to say Jalen Johnson because it's not fair to just be like, what if they had Brian? Who's Who's the kid that went like two picks after Arnett? Uh, I thought it was Jalen Johnson. No, it was um, no. Um, 
even like even like Cameron Dantzler, who's like not that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Okay, like somebody like yeah. that who he went later. Actually, I think he went a lot later. He slid because his forty time was really bad. But yeah, remember he had that weird forty time thing where like he, Jalen like, Johnson's fair to no, you know you can't say oh I plucked this pl- Pro Bowler and like hindsight's twenty whatever. Jalen Johnson was the was good perfect fit for Paul Gunther, and I was shocked they didn't take him. Exactly. So I'm saying like like think so, and even good. Brian Burns. Brian Burns was like. He was built, but exactly how Gunther wanted his guys built on the defensive line. Ngakwe, honestly, (laughs) like right, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think what happened with the Raiders and like, you know, this draft is this draft's a little weird too because you got a guy like if Leatherwood works out, it's going to be a great draft. You need Leatherwood, Morig, but they have a bunch of guys like Diablo and uh, Gillespie that haven't really seen the field yet, and like that's going to change this week. Uh, It's going to change this week. Gillespie's going to play this week. Yeah, right, and but like. One thing that I think the Raiders did in this draft, and it's too early to tell, is they drafted – yes, they drafted for need, but they didn't go like, I'm going to take this this guy because he's um, he's a fit. Like, you know, like yeah. Trayvon Mulrig, they drafted him because he's the best safety available. Right. They drafted Gillespie like a few rounds later, and they traded up for him because he was still there. Yeah. And, and the difference, I think, is like if Bradley was around and uh, – they might not have like pigeonholed themselves into like taking like two right. fits and they would have taken the best player available. I think Bradley, that, that, yeah, Bradley was, like, we'll make it work. Like, give me that guy. Cause I like him. I don't know what the fit is, but I'll make it fit. I like the kid and I like the skills. You know what I mean? Hopefully that's changed and we don't have to worry about the Raiders doing the super reach anymore. And, right. Um, you know, reach for scheme fit. And like, you never see it work out. You never see teams like reach for a schematic fit and, and like, oh, you know what? That turned out to work out really well. Yeah. And the the scheme's not proven. Yeah, the scheme's not proven. That's the thing. Like, if Paul Gunther was a Buddy Ryan level D coordinator, yeah, you draft for scheme. But like, he's not good. <laughs> like, you draft for a he scheme. He wasn't good in Cincinnati. And like, I remember when we hired him, and people like they like to skew Raider stuff to make it fit good. And I remember they're like, well, he had he had the number nine rated Cincinnati defense or whatever. And it was like he had like like twenty one nine. 22 21 like it was like he had like one year where yeah. everybody on his team had career years yeah and it doesn't always happen that way like crosby his rookie year had a great year his second year he was you know out at freaking uh the uh you know whatever those clubs Party. are in vegas you know partying and, yeah i mean i gotta say man like uh that guy he looks like he has a potential to be like a defensive player of the year candidate like really? he, hasn't, he hasn't played anybody great yet Dude, but, that rep, that rep where he just absolutely destroys the tackle and almost strips the ball from Big Ben. I don't know how Big Ben still held on to the ball. It was like he, he, it's, it looked like Crosby slipped and like didn't quite hit the yeah, ball. But yeah, but I was arms. like, but this like arm, when like, Watt was coming in on Carr, I knew he was getting that ball. Yeah, and especially and, you know, especially Carr. But that's exactly. But that and Ben is just Ben is just weird. Like I said, he's like he's like a drunken stumble like quarterback, and it just it, oh man, that Pittsburgh team is talented. I just don't see how they can win anything with Big Ben back there, bro. He looks lost. They can't, and he's making like thirty million. Like he gets any like, pressure at all, any pressure at all, mm-hmm. and he's toast. And they have like the second to worst offensive line in football. It's bad. It's not good. And um, so you got guys yeah. spitting on people because they're mad. Yeah, but one thing, one thing I liked about this class, and like, let's talk about Leatherwood for a second. I don't. Okay, I hated the Leatherwood pick. There's a funny reaction video that I had to it. Hated it. I remember you and I talked. We were like pissed. 
Like, just pissed they picked, they took him. Now, I've, like, warmed up to the pick a little bit, and I'm not discouraged. Like, he's not playing well. I'm not going to sit here and say he's playing well. He's not. But this is rookie tackle. Colton Miller, awful his first year. Awful. And I and I think these guys – I think it is fair to compare the two because both guys are toolsy. Both guys are big, athletic, can move. And Leatherwood – Both being coached by Tom Cable. Exactly. And they're both – and they both – long arms. And they're both, like – I, I could, I could, see, I knew Leatherwood was going to struggle this year. That's why I, that's why I was kind of scared to like, shit, we're starting this guy like year one. And now I get why they did that. He was a four year player at Alabama, Gruden's head, four year player at Alabama. Got to be good, right? Okay. I think eventually he will be. I think he's going to be a solid run blocking tackle. I don't think pass pro he's ever going to be Colton Miller. I don't think that's going to be the case because he never was um, that good as far as pass protection. But no, no. And he's actually looked okay. Like in the problem with the run game. Yeah, has been this the middle. It's been Andre James just getting blown up every play. So yeah. there hasn't really been much like there hasn't been like a chance for like Leatherwood to be out in front on a run long run play this year. Mm. And I think people are gonna like see that he's a pretty good run blocker. The problem is, you know, uh, Illuminor is playing good, mm-hmm. and uh, like for being a backup that they signed two weeks before the season started or yeah. two days before the season started, um, but he's not good against the run and. Neither it, Simpson is, but like the, when you have James and you have Illuminor and they're just getting blown up every play on run plays, you know, you're not going to get like to see Leatherwood work on, you know, they've had what their longest run of the season so far is what, like that touchdown Jacobs had for 14 yards or like, you know, they haven't had one where you're like, oh, that's great blocking because they haven't had a chance to. But yeah. they're also, I, I don't mind this. I like, there's been times like where I'm like, Gruden is way too conservative. And like the Raiders are getting everything they want in the air, and he's just running these little three-yard runs to Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I want to be as pass-heavy as possible. I want to be able to run the ball, but I'm fine with passing seventy percent of the time. Yeah, and, and and this is the best I've seen Gruden. Even in the first two games last year, he was wasting a lot of first downs, and he's not. And I I do think that was something I never thought Gruden would do was just adjust, just be like. Instead of him just going, no, 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 it's going to work this time. This is my offense. These, I trust Andre James. I love him. It, it, he's he's doing the first down pass plays. I don't know if he's learning that. I think he just realizes, like, dude, I got to get this shit going, man. And I got to work yeah. to play to my mm-hmm. strength. I think, I, I, think he, I think he's starting to get that. Um, we'll see in the second half of the year. Second half of the year is usually when he starts getting really conservative and really, like, um, not adjusting as the league adjusts to him. But I do think that Gruden – You're in a playoff race, and he's, like, he's like yeah. just wants to – Get get on, you know, get that third and one. Okay, we'll punt. Yeah. Like, you know, like no, but he he's going, he's going like, and you look at some of the tape guys that are watching it, like tape don't lie, guys. They're kind of saying, like, dude, they're he's doing some real exotic shit this year. Like it's it's not the same Gruden. It's not, it's not the same like eight Madden plays that are previous recent plays that he's been doing in the year past. Like yeah, mesh the, the, the Jason Witten front yeah. pylon. Yeah, mesh. Uh the you know. They did like a triple – my dad pointed it out, actually, and they did a play. They had Carrier, Moreau, and Waller in a jumbo set mm-hmm. uh, all bunched together on the right side of the line, which – you're th- and Drake in the backfield, and you're thinking run, right? And yeah. they ran like – he ran like a really cool play with all three tight ends. I think it ended up being like that like 19-yarder to Moreau. Yeah. But it was like – if a couple more seconds what he had waller for a touchdown and like there was just like it was such a good play and i'm like that's what they were missing last year with with witten on the field and like he i think he's this year and like i i like to give credit where credit's due we've talked about it before where like misuse of weapons and stuff but like henry ruggs 
you know, he's using him correctly. Like he's he comes in motion. He hands on the ball a couple times. And then on another play, they put him in motion and faked it to him. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden the whole right side of the field's open and you get 20 yards to um, Waller. And it's like, that's just stuff that Gruden didn't do last year. And I'm stoked to see it. And like, even the aggression on the, the 61 yard touchdown to rugs, like right there, he could have got pretty conservative and, and I, I'll give credit where it's due again. I mean, that's the first time I've seen Carr act like Rich Gannon. Yeah. And like, that. and he said he had Waller sitting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know so if you saw it with either replay. one, but yeah, yeah. I don't know I, if you yeah. saw that replay hit Waller yeah. sitting for 16 yards, sitting right there on the logo. And he had pressure in his, he had pressure in and his he face. had pressure in his face. Yeah. And instead of just dumping it to Waller and it would have been a fine play. Yeah. Yeah. I would have hated and it. Right there. First down, you know, Raiders are driving. He just goes through the kill shot, and him and Gruden are hugging, and dude, that's fun to see. And they, and, and I think that the, from what Gruden was saying, that that was you know all, the first read was Waller, yeah, and he decided no, and he he checked, and that's what I think Gruden that's what was missing last year. Like when people bash Carr, it's he, hey check off of that first conservative look that Gruden gives you and go for the kill shot, yeah. and he's done it twice now in two weeks like he that zay jones play i mean that was a tough throw too yeah and you know, so i mean i'm they, they like Rug. i think he trusts rugs now too give me I my think, jersey bro yeah yeah i think i think he trusts he trusts rugs um a lot too i think both of them do now there's a thing uh, for the longest time i would see a lot of fan discourse back and forth like do, do does car doesn't trust rugs he locks in on one receiver i also didn't think gruden trust rookies on his offense rookie year like very often unless he has to and rugs was definitely like they signed Aguilar to be that guy right i guess i mean he ended up becoming that guy one way or another but now i think he's letting rugs be that guy and rugs is the way that this offense can be like 10 to t- go from 10 to 12 in the league to top five. If rugs is that guy is just that guy every single time, where if you don't absolutely send attention his way, you'll get, you'll get fucking murdered. Like you'll like, he'll just, he'll just blow by you. If they have that whenever they want, not whenever they want it, but if they have that a few times a game where the defense can't double Waller can't and Foster Moreau starting to uh, get going. Brian Edwards is another guy you can line up on a, get him some mismatches on some smaller corners like that. It's kind of a scary offense. If they can figure out, because pass protection has not been as bad as a lot of people think it is. It's really the run blocking that sucks, but still with pass pro, there's been some some losses there. And if that – this offense is is not even there yet. That's what's cool about it. And, no. And, I, and it, I anticipate it getting there. I anticipate it getting It hasn't there. looked – it has not, to me, looked as good as it did through two weeks last season. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, think, here and there. I think they're better on first down than they were last year. I think, I, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you that. They're not getting as many chunk plays. Yeah. Well, last year it was last third time. and seven, and you're like, holy shit, they got it. Last year it was like third and nine. Oh my god, they got it. Now it's like third and three, we got it. Third and two, we got it. Right. We yeah. talked about that pregame, I think, mm-hmm. for the Steelers game about how on Monday night they were, I think they were nine and eleven. Yeah. For third downs and sustaining drives and keeping Lamar Jackson off the field. And like it's you know, it looks good. And that's what I think the best defense sometimes is keeping your defense off the field. Absolutely. And I think, like, the, you saw that, actually, early in the Ravens game. We had a couple three and outs. And then, like, the defense goes – defense gets a three and out. We have a three and out. Defense gives up a long drive. It happened twice in the first half. And you're like, here we go again. And then the second half, when the offense starts to kind of beat up the Ravens a little bit, the defense is – the defense gets pumped up. So that's why I always said, like, even though the defense sucks and uh, last year and the year before – 
it's the offense too, even though they're putting up a lot of points, they're too many three and outs, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I, you know, sometimes like just take a shot, like to rugs, you know, that 61, that was a risky one. Cause I think it was third and nine on that play. Third and ten. And it was, yeah. And it was 16, 14 now all of a sudden. Yeah. And like everyone's got their gay towels going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. We have called that. We have called that. Stupid, those stupid yellow towels that they. I I, my, my favorite part was seeing all the sad kids with their towels, like holding their towels. They're not waving them anymore, and I'm just like, you deserve that for waving that stupid towel yep. all game. Exactly, and that's what, like you know the the Raiders last year they couldn't, they just couldn't do that. Like they just didn't have that kill shot ability. Late in, I would say in the beginning of the year, or whatever they won a bunch of games, but they, every game that they won was like a miracle, like the Jets and like uh, the the first Chargers game where you know Isaiah Johnson made his only play as a Raider and like, but in like that Steelers game there, I felt like if they didn't score a touchdown on that drive, I yeah. didn't feel comfortable winning that game. No, and it was like the I think Gruden felt the same way and he went for it and like that's what you like to see is like instead of like. Like, we could all, as fans, see it coming. Like, they scored. Najee Harris, you know, hasn't ran all game. He breaks a bunch of tackles, and and the crowd's going crazy. If yep. the Raiders went three and out, that game's over. Mm-hmm. And and instead of doing a little seven-yard route, they do a 61-yard bomb. Yeah. Risky, you know, but you got to risk it to win in the league. I mean, these teams just are too good. And I Miami, like we were talking about, like, I mean, I think I do think the Raiders should win this game. Yeah. But it's they're a good NFL team. They won ten games last year. Well, coach, they still have they had a bad defense. Tua. Yeah, they still know? have a good defense. Now, I will say, Josh Allen's not quite playing the same as last year. So I think Derek Carr's playing better than Josh Allen right now. I know some people think Josh Allen's like the second coming. I'm I don't, but I I think I think think they're playing better. And Carr, let's be real. Last year, Carr was injured against Miami last year. He was playing off of a groin injury from that um, the uh, Charger we thought, game. We all thought, I think we all thought he was going to miss that game. He was going to miss that game, and he played well. He played well in that game. He played very like, well. He played very well, and I think he knows what to do against that defense. They're, they, I will say their pass rush isn't quite – this is going to be the worst pass rush that they've played, in my opinion. I mean, Who's uh, Jalen Phillips? And Jaylen then Phillips they have uh, Wilkins. Yeah. Yeah, and they lost Devin Godshow, who used to kill the Raiders. They lost him. They have Wilkins in the middle, and they have yeah. Jalen Phillips, but I don't know the veteran that's opposite of Phillips. I can't remember who it is. Um, no, but yeah, they. I was looking, and they they they're not like their win percentage on the defensive line is is well below average. Uh-huh. Um, and actually, like it's the first semi not it's the first not great run defense the Raiders have faced. Yeah. Because because Baltimore and Pittsburgh are both top ten run defenses, and Pittsburgh probably being like top. Uh, five. Emmanuel Ogba is who you're thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I, Emmanuel Ogba doesn't scare me against Colton Miller. He's more of a run guy. He's more of a stop the run guy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it's just going to come down to like you said, like getting you know seven eight yard chunks on first down, and yeah, they need to be able to run the ball a little bit. I don't think they're going to be able to sustain not running the ball at all. Yeah. Um, and I would like to see you know, average carry like four yards instead of like 2.5. I know. know? Run it how they did at the end of the game against Pittsburgh, because that's one thing I will say that they did towards the end of the game is when Pittsburgh knew they were going to run the ball, they actually ran. 
yeah, they ran the ball pretty well. I'm like, let's get that going. Run to the run off the right side. It was Peyton Barber too. Like yeah, I got like take ten yards with them, seven yard run here, eight yard run like that. Like if we could just get that, it doesn't have. We don't need sixty yard touchdown runs. I think you can get that in the pass game. Set up a screen to Drake. Jesus, Gruden, set up a screen to Kenyon Drake. Like just, I just or a screen or just a screen to. Anybody. I know he's he's just not a screen guy. Bro, I would take a screen to Alec Ingle. Like I would love to see a screen to Alec Ingle. Like a little Waller, Waller, like you you've been clamoring for that Waller one. That he that, did that, that one eighty four yard screen against Denver like that year. It was that, in the ninety. Like, yeah, it was like it was the, like the first than, year that like he came to the Raiders and like mm-hmm. was like nobody knew who he was yet. Mm-hmm. And he had yeah. a ninety yard screen. and Everybody was like, oh. Yeah, this guy's tight. <laughs> like, I'm with you, man. And so, I, lastly, do you uh, oh, give me a score prediction? Yeah. So actually, I think I was pretty close on the Pittsburgh game. I think I said 23-17 Raiders. Yeah, I think you did. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so this week, I think it's going to be 31-13. Oh wow! Raiders. We're in their ass. Yeah, I mean, I'm not confident, but I'm going with that. So okay. I like I got, wasn't confident last week, but I think that the Raiders are going to – I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be one of those ones that's like 10-10 at halftime and we're on yeah. Twitter and everybody's bitching and they're saying how, you know, that we're back to being bad. And then I think the Raiders will come out in the second half and run away with it. Yeah, um, I am going to go with uh, 28-23 Raiders. Um, I, I think they win this game. I think they cover the spread too, um, whatever it's at now, but it was at four. It's at like three that. now. Oh, wow. So it's late money yeah. coming on the Dolphins. They're buying the Jacoby Brissett thing, too. Interesting. But, um, yeah, so, uh, okay. So I, I'm going, yeah, what did I say, 28-23? Yeah, 28-23, I like that. I think it's going to be field goal fest for Miami. I think the Raiders will tighten up in the red zone. I, defense will get picked apart underneath. I think that's what Brissett's going to be doing. They're gonna, Waddle can run after the catch. There's going to be a few of those plays. So can Fuller, too, yeah. Gaskin might get loose a couple times. It'll happen. I'm just saying, like that'll happen. But I think I think the Raiders are going to play well on offense again. I think I think we're good to go there. I th- I think uh, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna win this game. Um, then Monday night against Monday night against the Chargers. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Oh, I forgot that's a Monday night game. Monday night game. I believe it is. I think it is. But, it is. Yeah, and that'll be good and, to get them like actually like a little bit of extra rest too. So exactly so i'm saying like you get through this it's not really a gauntlet you can't call it a gauntlet but if you get through that kind of tough especially with the injuries but every, everybody's injured i can't use that excuse oh no, it's a gauntlet dude you got three good afc defenses in a row coming out of the gates yeah it's true and so with yeah. with, a, with a monday night game where you had to travel on sure that's my my biggest takeaway from last week was i don't know like obviously you remember but as raider fans how many games did we lose in a row on the east coast and how many games in a load did we lose on a short week Mm. like so that getting that win was crazy on the road man like i just i was i was shocked that the raiders played as well as they did last week absolutely yeah so so uh, yeah i think that's good you got anything else no no i'm gonna go watch this really exciting uh thursday night football nothing davis davis mills mafia let's go um stanford pride of stanford um best stanford quarterback ever I, i would think right right i can't think of anyone else uh, top three, maybe top three. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, he's up there with Trent Edwards as for best ever. But uh, yeah, anyways, um, this is Rock Vegas. Uh, I did a video uh, yesterday um, with uh, with the with the buddy Slothrop, the Gnocchi Wizard. He goes by. We did an NFL recap of the first two weeks. Real fun stuff. It's on this YouTube channel. Just hit subscribe. Watch that next. And um, yeah, just uh, we'll, we'll we'll be with you after the game. Hopefully, if they win, maybe you could be drunk again on live if they win again. <laughs> 
Hell Probably yeah. not as bad, but I'll be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. I'm Glenn Rockney. Follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rockney. All right, guys. See you. All right.